Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm your voice of confidence, and let's start our business. Well, I- I'm self-doubt, and uh, I don't think so. Come on. With LegalZoom, it's just a few steps. Fine. I'm in. LegalZoom. Now you're in business. LegalZoom is not a law firm or a substitute for an attorney. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Tammy Levette. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. You are a keynote speaker, business strategist, best-selling author, and TV travel correspondent, and also the founder of Heavenly Puffs, yummy, yummy dessert, which uh, like myself during this whole past year of COVID have been going a little crazy with the uh, pastries and alcohol, but uh, <laughs> you have so much to, I know I was really bad. As a matter uh, of fact, we have like, there's one restaurant here that does make my pastry with alcohol. They make them flambe. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous mixture, but welcome to the show. How are you? I'm, I am so happy today because we got something done. It was another milestone in our event, in our, in our business. I'm sorry. So no, no, it's been, it's been different. It's been different. That's all I'm going to tell you. It's like been, we're going to talk about it, but okay. um, I told you in the beginning, before we started this interview that I'm used to sitting in a computer, sitting in my office, the girl saying, Hey, having my coffee, <laughs> chilling maybe taking about 20 trips a year that I haven't taken any yet. Well, one I did. Um, very different type of year. You know, I had the travel agency and I still do, and it's very successful after 30 years. And then I do speak and I have that business, but starting something totally different that you're not even familiar with in the food industry. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that, that's really interesting. We're yeah. going to hit on that today uh, on how an ancient 
Greek dessert helped you not only survive 2020, but thrive, where many people and businesses of all sorts were going under, you found a way to thrive in all of your businesses. And you're going to share some of your wisdom on how you did that. And, and I'm guessing one being your super positive attitude. Oh, always, always the positive attitude. You know, I don't know if you knew I had a book out called Sink or Swim. And uh, I've had so many tragedies. So many things happened to me, like the craziest things, like elevator crashes when I was younger. Like, who gets that? Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, had, I went in for, for a breast uh, lumpectomy seven years ago, and I died on the operating room table. Like, and I'm here. Hello. <laughs> so nothing can stop me. Two hit and run car accidents, an armed robbery, my kids in a bed. I mean, it just goes on and on. So when COVID hit, I knew exactly what to do. And I followed the plan of what I should have done. And I wish that I could have just had a mic and gone to the world. Don't freak out. Listen to me and what you need to do. But yeah, didn't yeah. Work that way, well, you know? you know what? Some people are still freaking out and that's why you're here because we've entered 2021, but there's a lot still up in the air. People are, don't know where things are going to go and end Listen, up. I own a travel agency. This is what I hear. Greece is opening. Oh, Greece is locked down. Italy is opening. No, it's not. It's locked down. <laughs> you can go to the Caribbean. You don't need a COVID test. Yes, you need a COVID test. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like Tammy Wiki and travel. People call me. <laughs> I had another travel agent call me today mm -hmm. and ask me, do you think that private transportation companies are working in like another state? I go, why are you calling me? You should know this stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, you don't know anymore. It's everything is the unknown. Everything's unknown. You don't know. And I think that's what bothers people the most is because yeah. you don't know. We've lived in a year or year and a half of uncertainty and we still are not certain of what's yeah. going on. To be honest with you, we really aren't. Yeah. And so what you, what have you learned? Because what I'm getting here is uncertainty is sometimes part of life. Even when you think you know and you think you're in control, you know, you've heard that saying where uh, you think you're in control, but God laughs and it's like, nah, it's going to be totally different, dude. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not what you think. humor with me. <laughs> I yell at him all the time. Don't you think I've had it? Can't you go to somebody else? You have yeah. nothing else to do up there? Like, really? <laughs> Seriously, enough of the joke on me, okay? But what, what is, when you started in 2020 and you realized I'm not going to freak out and you like, you wish- No, that's you not that how it happened. No, oh, you were no, freaked no. out. Okay. No. How it happened was this. It was, I started hearing, I was in New York and I was getting the Travi Award, one of my many awards here. And I'm the only one in the world that got the best uh, retail travel agency award. So while we're there, we're like, we come here every year. Why is the room usually filled when there's no one here? Yeah. That should have been the first sign, right? <laughs> and New York was like, what's going on in New York? Why is it so quiet? I know. <laughs> and that was like February. So things didn't even hit yet until March. But February, they still got a little wind of it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I was there. Um, so. And then I went to D.C. after that, and it was the same thing. And then... Here's the best part. I go to Chicago for a couple of days because this time I was doing a road tour. So I'm in Chicago doing my tour and usually 30 people show up at my speaking event and no one showed up. My son goes, he lives in Chicago. My son goes, mom, maybe you need to market differently. I said, well, Jordan, maybe there's a pandemic that's ready to hit. Oh, don't believe that. It's all a lie. Of course, he's uh, 28. So... <laughs> nothing is real to him yeah. so while we're sitting there watching the news and i'm watching cnn and they're talking about this pandemic and shutting down and all this stuff i go to my son this is when reality hit 
Um, I'm going to have to leave tomorrow. He goes, you're here for another week. I go, "Mm -mm, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm leaving tomorrow because the airports are going to shut down. I'm telling you right now. He's like, you know, I said, because I know this stuff. I'm telling you, I know it. So I'm going to leave tomorrow. Sure enough, I was the last flight. The left. Remember when they shut the airports? Yeah, that happened to me. I was in Houston. Oh, I was in Houston looking for our new apartment. And that's when they told us, okay, by tomorrow, not only is the hotel we're staying at going to shut down, but so was the airport on the other side of New York. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get back home. <laughs> so I left the next day, just in, just in time. Yeah. Um, I left and the, the, air, the airport was busy. People must have known, you know, people like me know and understand. Okay, the first thing I did was not really panic, but I made a list of all the things I needed to do. The first thing I had to do was call the IRS because I have a forever mortgage with them. So I decided to call them and tell them that they're not going to get any money. First thing I did. The second thing I did was call my car payments. And I said, I have three leases with you. We're going to defer three months of payments. They're like, why? And I go, because there's a pandemic that's going to hit. And I know this is going. this is what I need to do. And they did. Then I called my mortgage company and said, I'm not going to be late. I don't want anything deferred, but just in case. So I refinanced the house and took out some money and then refied. I only had 10 years left. I refied for 30, dropped my mortgage in half, took out some money. These are the things that I did to make sure that I was proactive. You ask, how do you know that? Well, uh, 25 years ago or longer than that, almost 29 years ago. Yeah, 29 years ago is when my kids were, when I had the armed robbery. And the first thing that happened is you have a robbery, you lose everything instantly. We had no income coming in. So the first thing I had to do was negotiate with all the credit card companies, with everybody. And I knew exactly what to do because I knew the same thing was going to happen. I'm in travel. The first thing that's going to happen is people aren't going to travel. I'm not going to be speaking anywhere. And then Heavenly Pops is doing events all over the place. What event are we going to have? So I decided that I was going to be proactive and, and decide to make these changes. And thank God I did. Yeah, I survived those. I think I was the first one who applied for the SBA loan because when I went on the SBA looking for that, there wasn't even an application for this yet. I mean, I did it a week after the announcement came for the pandemic. And they're probably, because you know, because we live in Florida, so there's always a hurricane crisis SBA. So I decided, okay, there's a pandemic, I'll go ahead and do it. But I had my paperwork ready because I knew what to do. So the minute it hit, I got a grant right away. I got a $10,000 grant. I got the SBA. I got the PP. I got everything lined up. So when, when they were ready to say, let's go now, boom, I hit a button. I was ready to go. Wow. And this is such a great lesson for life, not just business. I hear so many people say uh, one, one friend of mine had his company embezzled. Uh, he had a partnership going on uh, overnight. All the money in his bank account for the business went to zero. And I heard that today from somebody else. I'm like, yeah, they do that. I yeah. That yeah, yeah. And so it went to zero and he, he had a several million dollar company. And of course, he has um, uh, employees the whole bit. And uh, he was like, I, I'm going to sue this guy. I'm going to get my and, the, and his lawyer friend said, listen, it'll take years to fight in court. This guy's probably already spent your money. You know how to do business. Just get on the horn. Start calling your creditors. Make a plan. And and that's what's, what I love about what you just said about your, your story here is that instead of waiting for things to crash and then taking action and then you're like oh no and oh, what am I gonna do? And then everyone's <laughs> six months it. behind what do I do yeah, yeah 
yeah, yeah, no, 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 you do it. Jump on it today. Yeah, exactly. Right. The minute you start seeing a hint of something, get on it. What is my pro? Maybe nothing will happen. Maybe sometimes you think ahead and you think, okay, maybe this won't be a crisis. But if you well, think let me tell you something that I did that that people told me that I was stupid in doing. I go, maybe you think I'm stupid, but I think you're going to be stupid because you're going to be stuck. <laughs> the number one thing is whatever credit card debt I had at the time, which wasn't much. I got my equity line out of the house and I paid off the credit cards because if I have my credit go down, that's going to be a problem because I'm going to need that for the business. I'm going to need it to survive. And at that moment, it's survival mode. So the first thing I did was pay off all my debt with the equity line. I mean, most people take an equity line and get a new lawn or get some addition to their house. Yeah. Maybe in the long term, I'm paying more interest, but guess what? I have my, my, my credit and I have my name and I didn't default on anything. You wow. see what I'm saying? So absolutely. Well, these are really, really awesome measures. Now what happened with regards to the actual businesses, your employees, how did that work out during okay, the Okay. So we are, everyone's 1099 with me in the travel business. So they work on commission only. Okay. So they, one employee only left because her father died and her mother ended up in a um, assisted living and she needed to help her. So she retired, but she was with me for over 22 years. The rest of them still work for me. They were busier than hell now. So I gave them all that to work on. I gave them a raise. I gave them 10% more raise during the worst time is when you give people more money. Uh, not opposite where you cut everyone down. So I gave everyone a, a bigger raise because they've been with me for over 20 years. I don't want them to leave. Mm. So in order to do that, I have to help them along. Um, and then we ended up, I decided to close the office down because it was $3,000 a month. Why? Everybody works from home anyway. Uh, now we do. Anyway, so I decided to, <laughs> to close the office, which was a big relief for me, you know, so I worked out of the house, not a big deal. And I seem like I have more time now because I was always mandated to go to the office with or without anything there. I was mandated to go to the stupid office. So I feel better. We're getting more accomplished, less, less overhead. And my task, I, that's my travel agent success kit. So I train travel agents and speak around the country and around the world, actually. That continued. I'm sold out for June. I have 50 agents coming to hear me speak that they each paid $3,000 to do. So, hey, that's still going. And then the, the, the puffs, ah, that was the transition. Ah. That was the transition because I'm sitting at home with no events, looking, is there any events, even smaller events, neighborhood events, anything going on? And there was a thing going on. And I, and we had enough money to live off of for two years. That's the game plan. So we have enough saved for two years. And I said to my husband, fire up the truck. Someone mentioned to me that if I learn how to make these for food service and make them frozen, I would be the only one in the world and I would bank. And they go, when did they tell you this? I go, when we first started like two years ago, but let me try anyway. Okay. So I did. And I tried every day, every day, every night, every day, like 500 a day. They were coming out crappy. Nothing was coming. They looked like silver dollar pancakes. They didn't look like oh. round balls. They were coming out mushy. They weren't coming. It's a yeast product. It's very hard to work with. So fast forward one morning, I had a dream about how, this is crazy because I sleep with a notepad. I'm sure a lot of people out there do the same thing. And I had a dream of, it came to me of a vision, like temperature control, how to do this, how to do that. I wrote it all down. I woke up, I felt like little Einstein, woke up and said, I'm going to do this, 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 this. I tried it and it worked. Wow. 
and I ended up making them. So now I had to put them to the test. So the first thing I did went to a girlfriend of mine who eats them all the time. And it's like coming to you and saying, uh, can you try these? And she's like, yeah. And she's standing at the door and I just hand them to her. They're so warm and she's eating them. She goes, she did a video. And if you go to my Facebook page and see this video and said, we're standing at the door. Tammy just brought us these. I don't know what we're supposed to taste for, but they taste just like they always do. They're completely amazing. And I am laughing my ass off. <laughs> she's like, why are you laughing? I go, because they've been frozen for two months. What? I go, yeah, you didn't even know. And that's you that it's a hit. And then I brought it to restaurants and more and more restaurants are buying them. But then something happened after when Super Bowl hit. And then after that, something happened. So, oh my God, can you share or no? Is it undercover? (laughs) Share, share. So I'm in a catering facility. How do I go from food truck? So I'm in a catering facility now with a friend of mine that has a catering facility. And she let me be like, at first I started with a little table. <laughs> I'm laughing because I took over her whole place. <laughs> so I'm there with an eight foot table. Next thing you know, I'm there for two eight foot tables. Now I'm there for two freezers and two eight foot tables. <laughs> now it's like, have a whole storage area you know the poor lady anyway so we're growing so fast and she had the way to get into the Super Bowl as woman-owned business and she goes but I can bring whoever I want in we don't want to do it so we want you to do it with your puffs and I go okay so we went ahead and submitted and then I was the only dessert at the Super Bowl experience other than cookies or something And we did amazing. And then all of the media started coming. We were on Fox, we were on CNN, we were on NBC, ABC, you name it. And and in writing, I mean, and uh, news articles and everything. And how did you do this? And how did you pivot? And how did it change? So it was really great. So I shared, just like I mentioned, I shared my Newsmax story with on LinkedIn. And I have a huge following on LinkedIn. This is really funny. And I shared the story and some guy, I really, that's the only part I can't talk about. Okay. He messages me and says, I'm interested in buying your product. So I'm like, okay, all right. A whole bunch of people are, you know, you sell 10 cases here, five cases there. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm interested in buying three pallets. I go three pallets. He goes, yeah, I want them private labeled for like a Trader Joe's in Canada. I go, oh, okay. I don't know the first thing to send them to you. Don't worry, we'll pick them up. Okay, can you do it? Sure. I'm thinking, sure. <laughs> Remember Lucy and Ethel in the candy factory? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So I'm like, I never say no. It's like, that, that, that's the first lesson of business. Never say no, make it happen. <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> yeah, Tammy, make it happen, Levent. <laughs> That's my middle name. <laughs> so I go ahead and I said, okay. So then the worst phone call of my life comes in about a week later. <laughs> he calls me because these are so amazingly delicious. We changed our mind. We want 10 pallets. Oh my gosh. <laughs> ah, la, la. 600 cases, 180,000 of them. Whoa, now that is a big order. Wow. And I'm like, okay. So we started making them because we didn't even get a deposit yet, but I knew that I needed to make them because I have inventory too. And I have restaurants to fulfill. And I have this, I have so many things to fulfill. So we have a co-packer that actually packages for us and makes our flour for us already. Look at all the things I learned in such a oh. short period of time. So we finished 180,000 of them. Literally, it went 
shipped today to the packaging company because the labels just came in today, like perfect timing. And today when we were done, I was like, and today's the anniversary of my seventh year of having the travel agent success kit. That so I'm like, I don't know what I'm happier that I survived seven years in that business, you know, or am I happy because I just fulfilled this order and then on the other part of my, the back of my head, it's like, you dummy, he's going to call back in a month and order 20 pallets. <laughs> well, you go, girl. Oh, you yeah. We're, we're getting co-packers now. Now we're looking at, you know, whole factories. And wow, it has. And I've learned so much in this business. I've learned much. I thought my business was shady. Yeah, this business is truly shady. You really got to really know your stuff and really be on top of everything and and know that some people that you think you can work with, are, like every time I would call someone and ask for help, like, are you a co-packer? No, we're co-packing consultants. We charge you $8,000 a month to tell you where to go and co-pack or whatever. I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. That, and that, that's also another awesome lesson for our savvy listeners is that in any business, there's going to be things that don't look the way, you know, I always say if it looks too good on the surface, then go deeper because things can be shady sometimes and you don't want to be taken. So do your homework before you get well, out there. Google has become my best friend <laughs> for real. It's like, do I really need this? You know, no. Do you, I really need this? You know, I don't talk to Siri. She pisses me off. So yeah. what I did was I just literally Google everything to find out and then I'll read 20 different articles on it to make sure that it is legitimately the way that I thought it would be, or this, you know what I mean? Um, And everything just falls into my lap. Like the way I met the co-packer, I was at a bridal show for elite travel. Some guy comes up, says, is it expensive to have a booth? I said, I don't know, I'm a sponsor. And then I said, I'm so busy with my other business. So if you need any kind of travel, talk to the girls. And he goes, what kind of business are you in? I said, food service. I invented something over COVID and he goes, Oh, I work for the largest co-packing company pretty much in the state of Florida. I'm like, what? Thank you. Yeah. But see, you know what, what I'm noticing about this, uh, Tammy is because you're open and positive and you're yeah. also, and here's the most important part. I think it's left out a lot when it comes to business, um, success and, uh, advice is you are also taking action continually. The moment you thought that there could, or that there was a crisis brewing you immediately, what, plan of attack to be exactly boom and then you're like okay so now uh we have this um pastry thing okay how do i put it out there that'll work right now where we're at not oh you know we want it to be where it was or where it could be in the past but where we are now Mm -hmm. the biggest thing that i this is the biggest problem that i have with people that think that they're entrepreneurs and i say this because to be a true entrepreneur You know, one of my mentors, my biggest mentor in my life and business, I would say right now, is Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank. I do all his travel. We're really good friends. He had Asin on TV's worth half a billion dollars. Okay. And what I love about him and what he loves about me, he goes, you are a true entrepreneur with the word entrepreneur spirit. Because an entrepreneur may sit and analyze things, but before we do that, we... We already know, we already have a gut instinct of how to work, how to maneuver, how to engage, how to bring in the business and how to do it. When you talk to somebody who's thinking about a business, and I know you have, I know you've talked to, oh, you know what? I'm thinking about doing this or I want to invent this. When I talked to Kevin and said, I invented something, I came to him two weeks after I invented it, had him taste it. He goes, 
this is a $300 million company easily. He goes, I already know. And he goes, what's your next step? I go, my next step is to keep making more, getting more machines, getting more people, building the factory, doing this, then getting co-packing. Once I prove myself, get into supermarkets. I was told I could not do restaurants and supermarkets at the same time. I can't put the finger up that I want to right now, but I'm going to tell you that I'm doing restaurants and I'm doing that. How do you know what works better? Yeah. How do you know what's going to work with this when no one in the world has it? Yeah. And, and you know, the naysayers, you can't do that. Well, I'll, we'll find out. You don't know unless you try, but the thing is right. you, you got to keep it moving and you, you constantly have to be looking for the opportunity. That, that's what I found for me many years ago, I was looking for a certain opportunity. And what I did is as I was going around life, I would just speak to random people. What are you doing? Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, I know someone that blah, blah, blah. Boom. And that's how it happens it's, that you're keeping yourself engaged. You're keeping yourself out there and ready for the opportunities, ready to pounce on them. Uh, right. the, the other thing that I noticed, so I tell one of my, my friends who was one, a president of a very, very big food company, huge, one of the biggest in the country. Okay. And I did the president's circle, you know, those meetings yeah. Uh, down. Yeah. Right. So I did all their travel, but I remembered him and I said, let me call him. I kid you not, I swear on everything I love. I'm excited now, right? You hear my motivation. Oh, I made this thing and I'm selling in restaurants and I'm selling in small markets and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I mean, I have the supermarket deal right now with the guy that contacted me, 10 pallets that went to private super, to small supermarkets. When this works out, he told me in about two months, we want to fulfill 250 supermarkets and it's going to happen. I have no doubt. But you know what the other guy told me? Working for someone and the fact that the, not listening to what I'm saying that I, I'm an entrepreneur, the very first thing he asked me, do you have a business plan? <laughs> no. Did you have a plan when COVID hit? Because I didn't have a plan when COVID hit. I threw everything that I had into this, believing in what I believe in and being careful. So I invest in myself. You know, I had another interview the other day and they asked me, what is the one secret that you think to success and having money to build your business instead of getting investors? Let's get an angel investor. Let's get this investor. Let's get that investor. By the time you're done, guess what you're left with? Teeny, teeny, weeny little bit of your share of your business that isn't worth anything. So what we do is instead of spending more money, thinking about let's work and let's grind it. My husband and I, God help him, man. He's on that prior and he's the one who makes them. We make the dough with the girls. He's on the fryer. He's got help. I mean, it's not just two of us. We can never do that. We have people, but we time everything. We say, if we do this and we invest our time, we're going to make this money. And this money is going to go right into the business. So then we can get a bigger place. Remember, we started out of a food truck. Yeah. Now we're in, in a, in a you know, 20,000 square foot location. What do we need next? Oh, we discussed it. Okay, we need to have a 40-foot trailer, freezer trailer, because we're tired to going to our warehouse that's an hour and a half away. Yeah. So yeah. We, we look at these. We're not getting crazy loans. We've been paying for everything mm -hmm. to do it. So people think, oh, I have an idea. I'm going to get an investor. Kevin is my investor. Mm -hmm. I have another guy that called me the other day. He goes, we want to invest with you. I said, well, right now I don't need anything. Right now I'm good. Yeah. You know, because then you have to give up something. And how much are you giving up? Even if you give up 1%, that 1% could be mean so much more to you later on. Because right now I'm making the product and I'm making a profit. But what happens if I co-pack later on and I'm only making $8 a case instead of making more money? How am I going to give you 1% when I'm really not making anything? Even that one is too much. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I should negotiate a quarter percent. So that's what I'm saying. It's just the people jump because they have an idea and they think that, oh my God, I have this idea and I need all these investors. And I want, like when I watch Shark Tank, mm-hmm. it's not even real because Kevin yeah. wasn't Shark Tank and he goes, 90% of those deals don't even go through. Yeah. And you know what it is, though? The idea is almost like being a worker bee in that you're looking for a paycheck. You're looking for this to be all welled out. I've got the money sitting there. I've got the funding. Now I can go do it. Well, how about you go do it first and then right. the funding will come because, as you said, you grinded it. You made it happen. Instead so of- perfect example. The first thing people do when I watch Shark Tank, I cringe, you know. Well, how did you do any marketing? Oh, yeah, I paid for Facebook ads, Instagram ads, all these ads. No one knows who you are. If no one knows who you are, guess where that ad's going to go? No one's going to watch it because no one knows who you are. You have to build your name and your brand first, okay? That's the first thing you have to do. So where did my money go? Arden, Faro Communications, okay? My money went to Faro. I hired a publicist. I need you to get me out there so people know who Heavenly Puffs is. Yeah. I got into the Super Bowl. Trust me, a lot of people knew who Heavenly Puffs were by the time that we got out of the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? And I got the media exposure. I got national exposure. So it's only the beginning, but every time there's another turn for the better, oh, now we're in supermarkets. Now I call again. Hey, we got another newsworthy, you know, and it costs you a lot less money. It's a lot more productive and you're able then to scale it and say, you know what? I'm not going to do that until I get a co-packer. Let me get the 250 supermarkets. That's when I decide if I'm going to advertise or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. They look at a piece of paper to make their life decision. And look what happened with COVID. Your life decision changed in a minute. You can't depend on that. You got to depend on this and your passion and your integrity. See, look, look at that word, integrity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Something not held up a lot. Yeah, it's true because you don't know what tomorrow holds. So you have to be ready and you have to be ready to pivot when necessary. Uh, We could go on for hours, girl. Tammy, I know we could, (laughs) but I don't want people to leave here without finding out how they get their own heavenly puffs. Oh my God, they look amazing. I've seen them on your site. Where do they, how do they do that? The first thing they do is they go to the website for heavenlypuffs.com. You go under our partners and you look at where you can go closest to you if there's a location. If you don't find one, then go ahead and email me, uh, myheavenlypuffs at gmail or info at originalheavenlypuffs.com. That works. Info at originalheavenlypuffs or you can contact us on there and we can directly ship them to you and send them to you so you can have your very own. And the reason that I don't have a cart or anything like that is I have companies that do e-commerce. Um, I know we have Amazon, but I don't want to be on there. So I'm on Greekazon. Be quiet. It's a Greek item. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so you can buy it there too that's but fabulous greek is on greeks have to like copy everything so i love it i love it they, they make it happen yeah you are the most positive soul we <laughs> i think we've had on savvy here and you've given so much insightful advice tammy i just have to thank you again tammy levette for coming today to share your great wisdom on savvy broadcasting thank you thank you thank you Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Be. 
Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. And to help you get almost 30 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen now only $19.99. Plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 